0: Okay, hi, hi, hi. It is time with math grind. Welcome to Act across the podcast, the week 15 overview for geometry. This week, we're going to go over the mathematician of the week and chapter 35-1 and 35-2, and then the assessment number 13 overview. So let's get into the topics today. We're going to start off with the Mathematician of the Week, Dr. Gladys West. Dr. Gladys West was raised in Southernland, Virginia and born in 1930. Her family was sharecroppers and she grew up working on the farm. Her mother worked for a tobacco farm and her dad worked on a railroad because they were super poor and needed more money. Her high school gave two Fulbright scholarships to Virginia State College and HBCU to the top two members of each graduating class. This drove her to become the valid Victorian so she could earn one of the scholarships knowing that money would change her life. She graduated in 1952 with a BS in math and in 1955 with a master's in it. She ended up working for the Naval Proving Ground in Dahlgren, Virginia, which is now called the Naval Surface Warfare Center. She was the second black woman to work there and one out of four black employees at the time. Keep in mind, she graduated in 1955 and the civil rights uh, acts did not really happen until 1965. They did not pass Congress until then. She worked on many satellite and astronomical launches, so she worked a lot with NASA, and ended up earning her second her second master's in public administration from the University of Oklahoma. She worked for IBM as a programmer in the 70s, and one of her biggest contributions is her work in creating the GPS system. After she retired, she got her PhD in public administration from Virginia Tech University. And that is Dr. Gladys West, our mathematician of the week. Okay, we're gonna start off with section 35-1, day one. So the target for this day was I can solve problems by finding the lateral or total surface area of pyramid. Remember we split it into two days so the next one will be cones. So when we talk about pyramids, we were talking specifically about surface area and lateral area. So we did a lot of review over what the things like the aspects of the pyramids were called. Remember all the faces intersect at one point, that's called the vertex, all the faces set the base. The base is the face that does not intersect at the vertex, and the base is always a polygon. The faces that intersect at the vertex are called the lateral faces, Uh, therefore lateral area is always the area of those faces, and the surface area is all the faces plus the base. The edges of the lateral faces that have the vertex as an endpoint are called the lateral edges, and the altitude of the segment from the vertex is perpendicular to the base, and that is also called the height. A regular pyramid has the following characteristics. Its base is a regular polygon, so that means that it has all congruent sides and angles. The segment whose endpoints are at the center of the base and the vertex are perpendicular to base, so the segment is the altitude or the height, what we were specifically talking about. And then all the lateral faces were congruent isosceles triangles. And then the height of each lateral face is called the slant height. And those are the characteristics of pyramids we were talking about. The lateral area... Um, formula we were using is lateral area equals one half perimeter times slant height. And the surface area uh, one we were using is either surface area equals lateral area plus area of the base or one half perimeter times slant height plus area of the base. So again it was P of that cursive L for slant height and then B capital B for the area of the base. The steps were to, to answer these problems were to one draw a picture of the base, find its perimeter, and then find the area. Identify the slant height and then plug what you have into the formula. And once you have all of those things, you are golden. Some of the problems you'd be given everything you needed. You'd be given the slant height and then you would be able to find the perimeter and the area of the base uh, just by looking at the triangle or at the pyramid. And some of them you weren't. You were given the actual height and you'd have to use the Pythagorean theorem to find the slant height. If you're trying to find the slant height, the slant height would always be the hypotenuse. So it would always be c squared when you're doing the Pythagorean theorem. And that is. Uh, section 35-1, day one. Now going into 35-1, day two. So the target for today is I can solve problems by finding the lateral area and total surface area of a cone. So again, you're going to have to use a Pythagorean theorem here today if you're not given the height or the slant height, you do need both, Um, not that you need both, but if you have the height, you can find the slant height using the Pythagorean theorem. So, characteristics of cones a cone is a circular, or a cone is a, a circular cone has a base that is a circle. Its altitude is a segment whose vertex is an endpoint and is perpendicular to the base. It can also be known as the height. The measurement of the altitude is the height of the cone. The measure of the segment joining the vertex of a right cone to the edge of the circular base is called the slant height. And so, the lateral area equation we use is pi times the radius times the slant height. And the surface area equation we use is uh, lateral area plus pi r squared, um, so pi times the radius squared, or pi times the radius times the slant height plus pi radius squared. So there are a few problems. One, you're given both the slant height and the radius and you don't have to find anything. Another problem is you're given the height and you have to use the Pythagorean theorem. Again, when you're looking for the slant height, the slant height is always c squared, it's always the hypotenuse. Um, and then there's another problem where you're just given the diameter and you have to cut that in half so you can find the radius. And otherwise than that, you're just looking for those um, those things so you can go ahead and plug everything into the formula. And that is 35-1, day two. We're going to go into 35-2, day one. Our target for today is I Can Solve Problems. Uh, Using the volume of pyramids, the volume of a pyramid equation is volume equals one third area of the base times height or volume equals one third capital B, lowercase h. There are four steps. One, draw a picture of the base. Two, find the area of the base. Three, identify the height. And four, plug it into the formula. If you have the dimensions of the base, pretty easy to find the area. You know, we had been mostly doing rectangles or squares, specifically really squares. So it was just base times height for that. Uh, And then we'd plug it into the formula if we were given the height. Once you're, if you're not given the height, you have to find the slant height and you would use the Pythagorean theorem to do so. Or you would be given the slant height and you'd have to find the actual height and use the Pythagorean theorem. My bad. Again, if you're finding the actual height, that is never the hypotenuse. The slant height is always the hypotenuse. No matter what problem you're working on, slant height, always hypotenuse. The regular height's just another leg. So hypotenuse is always c squared. So you got to solve for that. But once you have the height, you just plug it in. And that is 35 dash, or 35 dash two, day one. So let's go ahead into 35 dash two, day two, I can solve problems by finding the volume of a cone. The volume of a cone is one, volume equals one third area of the base times height, or the one we use is volume equals one third pi radius squared times height. So again, you need to know the radius, and you need to know the height. Those are two things for the cone. So there's a couple simple ways to do this, or a couple a couple different problems I may ask you. One, I may give you the height, and I may give you the radius, and you just need to plug it into that equation. That's the easiest version. Two, I may give you the height, and I give you the diameter. Then you'd have to find the radius. Or three, I give you the radius and or the diameter, and I give you the slant height. If you have the slant height, you'd have to solve for the actual height, again using the Pythagorean theorem. The slant height is always c squared, so if I give you um, the slant height, I'm giving you c squared, and you would need to solve for one of the other side lengths. So you do like height squared plus whatever the radius is squared equals the slant height squared, and you need to solve for that missing side. But really, those are the only types of problems you're probably going to have on your assessment. And that's 35-2, day two. Let's go into the assessment number 13 overview. So if we're looking at assessment number 13, there's one, two, three, four, five sections. It's the last time you're seeing 33-1, two, and three. All I'm asking you to do for that section is name solid. It's gonna have a picture you're gonna name it. 34-1 and 34-2, it's the second time you're seeing it, so you have to uh, do both of those problems. For 34-1, I'm gonna ask you to find the surface area of a prism Um, And the prism is going to be an equilateral triangle base. So you're going to need to use that formula. For 34-2, I'm going to ask you to find the volume of a given cylinder. So not too uh, much. Just make sure you're using the right formula. For 35-1, sorry, my bad. Uh, This is the first time you're seeing it. You're going to have two problems. One, find the lateral area of a pyramid. And two, find the surface area of a cone. And it gives you the diameter and the slant height. For 35-2, you're going to be asked to find one volume of a pyramid and one volume of a cone. And you're going to be given the slant height and heights for them, so make sure you use the Pythagorean theorem correctly to be able to find all your missing values. And that is assessment number 13. Okay, so This week in after class podcast, the week 15 overview for geometry, we went through mathematician of the week, Dr. Gladys West, 35-1 and 35-2, as well as our assessment number 13 overview. If you have any questions, let me know, come to office hours or email me. But other than that, I will see you in class.